The history of film is littered with keystone films that change a genre or create a new one. The goal of this show is to explore those movies and the legacy they leave in their wake. Our first submission is the 1993 classic, Groundhog Day. Welcome to episode four of Untitled Movie Podcast. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Zach, and he, of course, is your other host. Please. Please, Poland. Um, today, we're here to talk to you about the 2020 film Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti. Uh, I don't think that's how you say her last name. No, I was puzzled I by it. I think I said it wrong immediately. I was pillowed by it, sir. <laughs> My wife will get that joke uh, from six months ago when this podcast actually comes out. Um, so, um, we're yeah. not going to restart. I'm just going to like cut this. Uh, so, do we, did we do like a recap of what the show is each week? Did we do that? <sighs> I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't know because it's been like five weeks since, so we since we recorded, recorded the last one. So yeah. it, anyone that's that's tuning in will probably just stick with us with, whether we tell them or not. Yeah, okay. So, so uh, this is a podcast no, where we, did, we talk we did. about movies. We, you did do a recap. Okay, so we'll do another one. <laughs> Zach, go and do a recap so of what the fuck this, is, this show is. Here's a recap. Uh, previously on Unnamed Movie Podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we talk about movies. Um based on the 1993 classic Groundhog Day. Um, that's season one of the podcast. We talk about movies, time loop movies, and compare them to Groundhog Day. Uh, there, you, you get it. Uh, now, uh, if my lovely co-host would be so kind as to give us a brief recap yeah, of yeah. the plot this, of this one, film. This one is, uh, as he said, Palm Springs, and it takes place in Palm Springs, <gasps> obviously, at a wedding where we have uh, Andy Samberg's character, Niles, who plays the boyfriend of one of the... Um, the bride's sister. The Yeah. One of I, the I was going to say, yeah, what the female the groomsmen, because I can remember their name. She so, sucks. <laughs> way, to, way to bail me out. So, uh, basically, Niles and... Uh, the, the I love s- that Kristen Wiig movie, female, <laughs> female groomsmen. <laughs> so, God, it's so, so fucking bad when I'm trying to make fun of you for not remembering something, and then I fucking stumble over the joke. I was really happy. Anyway, this, <laughs> this movie is based around a Palm Springs wedding where, where these two people um, uh, meet each other, Niles and Sarah, and then we get to watch their story as they're trapped on the same day um, in the same um, wedding. As previously mentioned, so yeah, they're they're just trying to get through it. And what I like about this movie is this is the first time that you have more than one lead that's experiencing the Groundhog Day. Yes, I love that. That's uh, that was something that I noticed too. Is um, so normally we get in these movies we get uh, day one where we see the introduction to the time loop where someone through whatever reason um an alien exploding all over them as they die or uh just being a dick on a february holiday or uh yeah it's almost like there's there's some kind of build up to so at least you get you get to watch it so here's the thing uh i was gonna say something about happy death day but there is like explanation in happy death day too that like kind of it's cool uh so i won't i won't spoil that for you because we haven't gotten to that one yet um i won't i'm so sorry um (laughs) But <laughs> so normally we get like the introduction to our main character's day and we get that. But uh, because it's an Andy Samberg movie, you assume that Andy Samberg is the main character. He's not the one groundhog daying. He is, but he isn't because my this, this is the way I look at it. And from my notes, I I applied the criteria not to his story, but to her story. Yes, because because he's already within the loop. Her first, her first day in the loop, or her for the day before she starts the loop, she sees him at the wedding and he is doing all the things, predicting all the dancing, she, stealing she, drinks, uh, like yeah. he's doing all the fun stuff. He's like mid chaos, which I think is a really cool 
perspective on this time loop type what, movie. Which, which, once again, like you know, obviously, you're, th- these things are set, so you're waiting for to you, you kind of watch the uh, the first day unfold, and then you watch the person. Um, go through the confusion, and that was the fun part of Andy Samberg's character is that he's already in it, so it doesn't take very long before you realize something's very wrong about, something's cartoonish about this guy, because within the first five minutes, you get to see him at the wedding, and it's like everything, almost like he gives a perfect speech, everything's choreographed, so it, it's a tell that, okay, this guy, is there's something that's slightly odd, more, uh, a more of a character, a caricature. caricature. Say it for me, there you go. Of carrot kutcher. Of a carrot top Of a real human being. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause real fast and say that I, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not his biggest fan. I, I respect him as an actor. Do you I like know, Andy Samberg? I know he has a lot of accomplishments, but it, was, it wasn't until the beginning of this movie that, like, because he's just over the top, and I don't necessarily like that, and his teeth bother me. But when he, in the beginning, he's having sex with his girlfriend, and, like, he can't finish, so she makes him jerk off while she's getting ready for the wedding. And I'm like, oh, he's not that bad looking. <laughs> I realized it was when he was jacking off. And I'm like, why would did I take that moment to realize, I don't mind this guy. <laughs> it was because you realized that he was, like, human and related to you. You were like, yeah. hey, I jerk off when my girlfriend's <laughs> upset at me. Hey. I do that. No, she wasn't. That's just like me. <laughs> hey, celebs are just like us. <laughs> they all suffer from issues. Oh, they always crank off while the girlfriend's <laughs> trying to get ready for the sister's wedding while you were in yeah, the desert. Yeah, it, it was a it was a bond of it was a band of brothers at that point. Yeah, it was like too real. But Andy. No, I I was thinking about it after that point, but I was watching him. I'm like, oh no, it's it's fun because he, when he's depressed and like he's more relatable. And I realized like watching it the second time, I'm like. But no, it clicked for me when he was jerking off, though, so that's a different story. No, because you're bummed, and you're jerking off. You're like, oh, I'm having a shitty time, so I'm going to fucking jack off now. Yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so, well, Jesus. I mean, it still happened. These are all these are all facts. Yeah, facts. Um, so uh, what, what, what I really love, I love that I love the setup of it's it that first day. So the first day. I always think is really fun because you see a lot of stuff that's going to repeat. This movie kind of doesn't do that though. Like the first day is all unique because like, okay, the wedding repeats the events of the wedding. That's, you know, you still hear, you know, uh, Sandy Cohen at the beginning when she wakes up saying like, it's going to be a beautiful wedding. Like outside, uh, that's, uh, Peter Gallagher. That's, uh, Mm -hmm. the bride's father. Yep. Um, Sandy Cohen from the OC. Yeah, I don't see him that way though because I didn't watch the show. It I rules. always see him as the the uh, the home salesman, uh, also known as a realtor. I don't know why I called him a home salesman. <laughs> He's a door to door home salesman. <laughs> so in, can I in American home? I know you already live in one. In American Beauty, he's the real uh, the realty king. That's how I always sure. see him, and I can't not see him that the way. The home sales emperor. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what this dad business from anywho, OC is about. Uh, so. Like there is a bit of the the repetition you see the the day obviously repeat, but because of the unique way that they go about the plot of like Andy Samberg having already been trapped in it, like to the point where uh, at a certain point they're talking, um, he, uh, Niles and Sarah are talking, and she says like, "What do you do? What's your job?" And he doesn't remember because he's well, been in this loop for so long. And I don't know how real that is, but also he's on mushrooms. So well, I was gonna say he's on mushrooms and dinosaurs walk through. Sure. So. Which but is yeah, cool. no, I think I think it's gender because it, he he goes on where you can you kind of watch his facial expression whenever he's trying to recall something or whenever he's talking about how long he's been in there, and it even I'm, I'm blanking on the part, but it's almost like he it's like it's almost like it's been years. Oh like, yeah, where it's it not like been. it's been it's it been weeks. It's been, been that long. Like uh, so he's been trapped for a long time where he just has yeah. So I think that 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 um, doing it that way sets it up apart from other time loop movies and other time travel movies in that... Um, He's accepted? Well, no, no. What I'm saying is a lot of time travel movies kind of don't stand up well to rewatching because there's so many, so much repetition of the same days. It's, it's the same reason I don't like Rashomon-type movies, mm-hmm. um, which is, I'm not sure if you're familiar, it's uh, when a story is told from one character's perspective and then you see the same events from a different perspective... I've never put myself in anyone else's shoes. So no, no, it's I'm, a this film. Is a, this is a it's new a concept. Movie. I know. I'm, I just wanted to say that. Sure. Right. You just wanted to add nothing. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
But so it's like to me that gets like a little tiresome. Like I can watch that. Like there's like there's some episodes of well, the days um, the, as the viewer the days start blending for you too. Where you're like, yeah. okay, I get it. You're you're you're. So I know it. you and I both watch this uh, this show. But like there's a few episodes of How I Met Your Mother where they do that. Where it's like show everybody's perspectives of the same event, and I yeah. just get really sick of it. And I'm like, I don't need to keep seeing this event. Like I don't like this. I don't like this plot device. I it's just. Cut it will, together that way. I, Cut it together so it goes, oh, you see this part, then this part, then th-. like tell a linear story well, the, because the you don't on, do it well enough. The only time that they uh, that you really see repetition is when Andy Samberg uh, wakes up and it's his girlfriend responding to him because, you know, uh, she she's in the room with him. She's yeah. the one that says wake up. And Does she and, though? I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I, I remember that because she says good morning because it's very vanilla sky. That's what I was gonna say. I wrote that down. Is is that a vanilla sky reference? Because it opens that, it, on the eye. It really seems like it I opens think, on the eye and I says. I think it's Wake just. Up. I think it's. It's vanilla sky, which is a great movie. Not I, I don't loop, think. I don't think it was a. It was, it was necessarily. Is it intentional? Because I don't know that I've seen that in other movies, and I'm sure it exists, but like it feels very specific it's, to me. It, it, it's just a good jar for the audience to remind you that the day started. It's a good jarring, yeah. or like you know, you 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 recall it, you remember it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think but, uh, that like, I don't know what I was saying is is that that's the um that's the only time that you see a lot. Oh, and, dead I, and I was gonna say I was gonna give her credit for uh, the actress. Uh, I I forget her name's the, the character's name is Missy. I can't, I can't remember the actress. She's so name. annoying when he but, when he's but breaking I, up with her and she yeah. what. <laughs> I'll give her credit so because she funny. she kept de- she delivered it over and over and over because you see that morning routine yeah, she's great. like fifteen times and she does fantastic at it of just being this annoying girlfriend. Yeah, but uh, yeah, kudos. It really makes you wonder like the type of person that Andy Samberg was prior to getting into this loop, like that he is dating this woman. Like it really makes you wonder, you know? Yeah, you see, he's kind of just sleazy. Maybe yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. And and so like. It's funny because I, I I started out, so I watched this movie. This is another one like Happy Death Day that I watched when I was on parental leave and I was staying up super late uh, with my brand new baby. And uh, I remember watching like it and I really drop. liked it. Uh, yeah, her name is Baby. Uh, that's what we named her because we're classy. Mm. Um, Modern but hipsters. We, uh, so, I, so I watched it then. And so it was kind of in a blur, but I remembered I really liked it. And I thought like, oh, this is a really cool one. And then when... Uh, when I came up with the idea for this show, that was one that I thought of right away because I was like, oh, this is really cool and it, it's done a really interesting way. So when I went back to rewatch it, which I rewatched it yesterday, like the day before uh, taping. Um, I thought you were saying I, the day before today. I'm like, yeah, we, we don't know the day what before tomorrow. Yesterday is, brother. Uh, no, uh, The Edge of Tomorrow is when I did it. Get no. it? It's a callback to another movie that we did. I don't like it. It was another time loop movie that we did already. Fuck it's called off. Edge of Tomorrow. Get to your but they point, tried to change please. the name to Live, Die, Repeat, which I did not appreciate. Um, so, no, but so I watched, uh, I watched it yesterday. And uh, on that rewatch, I started initially making my notes on Andy Samberg as like the fill of the movie. And that's when I realized, like, he's not. He's not the fill of the movie. He's not the main character. And it is all about, like, uh, you know, Sarah. It's Sarah, not Sarah claims most of the trips on my list, but he's still on there. But it, it's, well, almost, see, it's almost like they do a swap at one point. At, at thing, one point though. in the movie, they do they do a switch. I feel like I feel like it's either it either has to be her or it has to be him. I think I I I didn't count both. The you world's know? not black and white, Zach. Wait, the world of gray. I have and dog mayhem. vision. Oh. It's all black and white. <laughs> Um, oh, perfect. That's perfect, right? Perfect. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought this. Um, let's let's just let's get into our first trope. Let's get into trope one. Okay. Uh, journey from cynical to sincere. Where did you fall on it? Well, see, I don't know if we should tackle this one because I'm saying yes, but it's Roy, which we have not introduced. No. Yet. Okay. Yeah. So so I love the. <laughs> you did this so <laughs> fucking wacky. I love it. Um. So um. Mine. All right. So I really love the setup. So this is where – so I started in on this, and I didn't get to it. I, I got out. sidetracked. Uh, so I love the setup as, like, the the wedding, the rom-com of it, the funny, like, just, you know, he's hitting on her and trying to get her to go, and then he takes her to the window to see the efficient going down on his girlfriend, and it's fucking wild, and then they yeah, go out in everything's, the desert. Everything's clearly planned out because he's been living it yeah, for years. Yeah, because he knows everything. You know? So so then he uh, they go out into the desert – and this is when when Roy is introduced, J.K. Simmons, 
And it's just he shows up and shoots him with an arrow, and it gets so fucking crazy. It, it I remember get, the first time I watched it when that happened, I was like, "Holy fuck!" No, what is you this? know why? And I and I wrote this down as one of the notes is is a uh, uh, he runs like a child. Andy Samberg <laughs> runs like the episode of Friends when Phoebe's running like a kid, oh, and everyone. Fuck yeah, I you. know, I'm sorry, fuck but like his you. hands are flaring around like he never learned how to run. And I wondered if that was a character choice or if that's just how he runs. Uh, no, he actually runs far <laughs> sillier than that. Um, but no, you're right. You're right. 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 Then you're like, okay, like this. Okay, like clearly he's just a classic comedy, like rom com. But that's Barfetch. He gets shot with an arrow in the middle so of the night, and, and then Roy comes in. Um, oh God, I'm J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Uh, Roy comes in and he's dressed like a hunter, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" He keeps on? calling him shitbird. <laughs> like it's so fucking funny. He's so good in it, and like he has like so Roy J.K. Simmons has like I don't know four scenes in the whole movie, and he's so good. He's so memorable in it, yeah. even though like because he's dressed like the villain from Indiana Jones three. <laughs> He's got the fedora and the white suit. That's what immediately I'm like. Well, that's Mr. like Jones. Uh, yeah, that's him. Um, no, because he make. I wrote this down too. He makes a comment about. Uh, he goes, "I like your hat," and he goes, "Of course you do. Of course you do." Oh, so good, beautiful. Uh, this movie's great, and I and, and I think like it's fair to say that like you, to my shock, you hated Groundhog Day. Yep. You did not like Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, it Happy was exhausting. Death Day, you liked the most out of everything I, I so far watch it until again. this. I wouldn't watch it again. Right, but but this is it's it's wild because like the order of movies that I picked, I honestly I, I was very surprised that you were not a fan of Groundhog Day because it's one of my favorite movies. But I'm a pessimist, Zach. I'll figure out a way to hate a blowjob. <laughs> I swear to God. Look, man, <laughs> challenge it's me. Teeth. But look, <laughs> uh, like I, I really expected you to like love Edge of Tomorrow. It's this really fun action sci-fi movie, and you were just like, eh, I don't know. Like, so I was really surprised. And then like, it's it's it makes me really happy that this one's such a home run. Like, obviously, like you loved it. I loved it. This is a great one. Um. Yeah. This is one that I would recommend well, I mean, anyone but, watch. But, but one of my favorite genre is comedy, so it's well, sure. Know, it was kind of a kind of a. I thought your favorite uh, comedy. Uh, <laughs> I thought your favorite genre. Some kind of saying that something easy to hit, like a like a easy, a baseball dinger whacker hit. Yeah, dinger whacker. Um, uh, Why don't you introduce favorite, the cave so we can get through the first trope? I thought your introduce fa- how how they I thought how your they keep favorite going. genre was Tyler Perry. Introduce <laughs> um, the cave, would you? Okay, so <laughs> so uh, and this when, will complete the Roy intro. When Niles and Sarah go out on on Sarah's first night, the night before her loop, uh, they go out in the desert and Roy they're making shoots him out. With an arrow. Roy shoots Niles with an arrow. He shows up and starts chasing him. He shoots him in the leg with an arrow. Or no, he shoots him in the back in the with bag, an arrow. In the, yeah, in the, in the shoulder. And then he jump. Andy Samberg jumps up and like starts running away, and then Roy shoots him again in like the leg. And anyway, Andy Samberg hides. Roy walks into this this glowing cave. He disappears. Andy Samberg goes in there too. He also disappears. And unfortunately, Sarah comes behind Sarah, him. Sarah's trying and he to help says, him. Don't come in here. Don't follow me. Don't come in here. But she does, and then wakes up and loops into the next day, or and, the, the and same we, day. And we find out anyone that enters at this point, anyone that enters the cave, uh, enters into the time. And there are three ways to reset the day. It's you go into the cave, reset the day. You die, reset the day. You go to sleep, reset the day. Correct. And you wake up in the same spot. Which is really interesting so, because, like, I thought, like, I don't know, man. Like, what if you take a nap? Like, is that a thing? Like, yeah, could you, you, yeah, could you take a nap or would it reset you? It would reset you. That's Because he says, wild. remember, because he, he, he says, uh, one time I, I, I smoked a bunch of crystal and I got on a plane. It was, like, in Guatemala. Well, no, but that was, like, three days later. No, I know, but he said, as soon as you fall asleep, because he, he says, I took a little nap and I woke back up. Yeah, Here. I guess that's right. But does that reset your high <laughs> if you're on meth? I got to assume. Yeah, I think so. I think if you were like... Because I, it's only your memory because we've been over this because I was going to say, so if if they're both... You couldn't like this, work out this and is a new cut. Exactly. So this is a new thing I was going to ask you. So you, I, I was going to say, if they're banging since they're both in the time loop... Could she get pregnant? I was like, no, but no. could you keep the STD if one of them had no. one? No, I don't think so. Because it's only your mind. That it's your consciousness that travels because it goes back into the body. What if it's like a mental it, STD? Like like uh, love? Like Trump. Like what the fuck is wrong with <laughs> like you? What are you Trump. trying to say here? I'm trying to say that I don't think STDs needed necessarily be physical 
They could be toxic in a mental Fuck kind of way. You. Why? Because no, is, I don't know if you have a mental STD down, to give me. You're going to. You got it already, my friend. <laughs> I, I gave it to wait, you. So you were going. So down what we found out is that path. I am the mental STD. Yes, Ooh, you are the mental twist. STD. Not that you have it. You are it. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> now you have it. Jesus. All right, so what were we saying? Um, so they go into the cave and reset. Uh, I don't know how to you that meant getting us to trope one, but back to trope get one into because it. no, just introducing Roy I is see. is because um they Roy and uh and uh, um uh, Niles have been in here for a long time and like not, uh Roy only comes around to kill him because he's very yeah. angry so at Niles, his character. And we find out later Niles brought Roy into the cave. Yeah, intentionally, but, but they were on drugs too. They were on drugs too. They were on drugs. And he Maybe said, because he tries to stop him as well. He's and, like, it's too high. Yeah, Roy said, I never want this night to end. And he's like, bro, come do this. Yeah, so anyway, what we find out is that... Um, he, and then he, he said, do you want to... Do you want to? He said, what's in there? And he said, your ancestors. And he said, my ancestors are in there. And he's like, answers. And he's like, well, that's, that's two different that's, things. That's two different things. <laughs> but what we find out later, and uh, I'm, I'm jumping a lot, is at the end is that Roy's not a bad guy. He's actually got a, even though he was talking shit on marriage, he's got two kids and a wife. And he even says, like, I never get to uh, see my kids grow up, but this is the perfect life. It's wonderful. And he gains compassion. So that's why I go... I say cynical to sincere because he's 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 talking crap on marriage, and all of a sudden he realizes that there's a newfound happiness that he could have, even living the same day because he has his his family that makes so, him so well, but content. But here's the thing: Are you saying you don't think that Sarah goes cynical to sincere? Um, I'm just focusing on Roy. I, I really it was I was picking any of the three. Well, but wildly. that's what. So here's the thing. If if you're saying you pick, if you're saying you're using Niles, we, this or is Sarah, the first time, first and probably only time we get multiple characters. Right, right, right. So but I'm going to pick and choose but as I, don't I think want Roy, to. I don't think Roy counts because he's not in there so much of the time. Well, like, then, okay, we don't well, follow then, Roy at all unless he's there with all right, Niles. Fine, fine. That was my answer, and clearly I'm not allowed to have it. No, so no. I mean, you that's tell fine. me about Sarah then, because I want to hear about that. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying that's fine, but like that was not like I didn't take it that way because it's not. Here, like... Here's a new trope. How many episodes is Zach gonna <laughs> de- n- yeah, negate my answers? Well, I don't. I can't negate your answers because what we do at the end is we figure out your percentage. We figure out my percentage. Tell me about Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> um, so uh, obviously, like, so she wakes up in that same hotel room every mm-hmm. every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, you can say you can, well, you can say we're not we're not going in like chronological order here. We're not, not going through the whole movie and like giving you all the plot points. But like, uh, obviously, there's going to be spoilers for this fucking movie that we're talking about. Oh, like, fuck spoilers. Well, yes. <laughs> I didn't say it earlier. Uh, ooh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, anyone who listened this far and didn't realize that we had spoiled anything, I'm telling you now that we have spoiled things. Um, Andy Samberg is in this movie. I'm so sorry. It was a spoiler. Um, but so she wakes up in uh, her sister's her sister's fiance's bed every morning because she slept with him the night before the wedding. So like she's this awful person who's unhappy with herself. And, and then she bangs loop, Andy Samberg. So she's a slut too. We don't we in don't, the same day. We don't shame women for their embracing. No, their I'm just saying no. Like he's a slut because he does the same thing. No, they're no all such thing whores. As a slut. We don't do that here. Okay. Um, we empower Sorry. sex. Sorry, everybody. Thank you. God. I wasn't that sorry. I don't, you know, I really think that like maybe like you and me audience should like go out on our own and maybe not have this fucking prick with us. I don't know. You let me know. You yeah. talking about oh, me? Oh my god! Oh fuck! He's here still. <laughs> All right. So so she was cynical. Yeah, and so so she's like a bad person, and like well, not a bad person, but she's you know she's making bad choices and like has issues in her life, and that stems from like she, as she talks about later with with Niles, like you know she was married for two years and it didn't work for her, and she knew it wasn't right immediately, and then you know she had a lot of bad stuff in her life. Her mom died when she was really young, um, and and it's. You know, I I feel like her stuff is not like it's not like Phil in Groundhog Day where he's just this like asshole who wants to get whatever he wants. Who's like, oh, I want this girl, or oh, I want you know success in work and what. Like he feels entitled to things, and her hers uh her status as like cynical, I guess, comes from like real trauma. 
which I think is really interesting. And through working that out over and over and being stuck in that day and realizing that she wants to live a, a real life and get out of there. And like, and part of that is from like, like I said, the trauma of waking up in her sister's fiance's bed every morning, which is like okay. just a reminder over and over of this terrible thing that she did and this terrible person that she was. And I think it's really interesting the way that she grows and becomes a better person. And towards the end, like even like, so- I, w- I was distracted by her, um, uh, studying quantum physics so hard to get out. Yeah. Um, that I guess I, yeah, I, I kind of blew past it because I'm thinking about her in the cave with, uh, with, uh, Niles, um, and how she's, you know, he's confessing his, you know, his feelings for, and she kind of almost like is joke, like she's more excited about getting out and blows him off. So that, that distracted me, but I agree with, with your points. So yes. So yeah, for me, that's that trope. Yes. She goes from cynical to sincere and, and Andy Samberg might also, but because we don't see him we don't before see the, beginning, the loop, so it doesn't, it so doesn't we count. don't know what his change is. We don't yeah. know what he was like beforehand, which I think is really fascinating. And the same thing with Roy, although you do have a good point that like he's has this rage in him that like drives him. And once he gets, uh, like hit by a car and kept in like a med- medically induced, like would they won't let him sleep because they're worried he'll yeah, go into dying a coma. slowly in the ICU. So he just spends all that time and he like has a lot of time to think and like grow as a person in that time. Because he stop he stops hunting down Niles the character, which he did <sighs> he would he like even now said they go, I, I think he comes by a couple days. I really can't tell like every couple days he comes to kill him. And they actually show, he show flashbacks or he's torturing weeks, him in many ways. Which is very funny. He waterboards yeah. him and yeah. Yeah, set sets the pool on fire. Um so like yeah, you get to see that 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 changeover where he's just taking out all this hostility on his characters. That's why I picked Roy. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean I think I, you're I right. You. I think you're right, but I just didn't. I guess I didn't think of him as enough of a lead character. He just doesn't have enough screen time for me to really like. That's the benefit think of, of, him of us both having a brain is that you get to see my brain sometimes, and then I get to give you a mental it's STD. Gooey. Um. <laughs> so uh, okay, so where are you as far as? I think I think one oh, of the Oh, you mean problems, the drugs? Like how they had I which we I thought was the co- different they were doing drugs. cocaine. One was blue and one was yellow, but yeah. then they don't seem like they're on coke. They they appear to be hallucinating. So yeah, what the fuck I don't, were they I don't, sniffing? I don't know. I don't know. That was that's that's something that I just kind of dismissed as like I don't know enough about drugs to really like I do. I want to know what the fuck they were doing. That seemed fun. I think what it was was that food, that imaginary food from Hook. That's what I thought too. <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck!" Because later on, when they take oh, mushrooms, you know they see they see uh, the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs, and then they come back later. I'm like, "What is this? But, a I mean, magical did you, land?" Did you notice when like J.K. Simmons like did that line and then popped his head up and said, "Bang a rat!" Hold out. You thought I was gonna crow, but I said bangering instead. No, we can't crow in here. It'll it'll scare everyone away. Yeah, everyone. Uh, the band's practicing in the other spaces yeah. near us. Uh, if you happen to hear that, which maybe you will or maybe you won't, because we're on a break. I kind of feel like we might be able to stick with the tropes and, and tell the rest of the movie. What do you think? I think you're right. Yeah, let's go to let's go to two because two is controversial for me, and I might change my mind on it. Like in our conversation, that it might change my mind on it. But like to me, um, another character helps them see a different perspective. So that that trope is one of the reasons that I picked one person because mm. if you go if you pick. And whoever it works for yeah if you pick whoever it works for then Which you I can totally fill out did. most of them so sorry so but like but honestly like another character helps them see a different perspective i said no but like because because the way that i always thought about that was like phil listen i I, I get to pick character. on mine mine i get to pick all three and i still didn't come up with yes for all of them so sure 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 yeah yeah <laughs> but but so like i guess the way i thought of it is like phil talks to rita she's an outside character mm-hmm. and she helps him see a different perspective without realizing it so like the fact that they're in it together makes it harder for me to check yes because i don't know because they both have the knowledge of what's going on. And I feel like the like perspective from another character comes from somebody who isn't aware of what's happening to them. But I mean, that's not necessarily right. So like, I don't know. What do you think? Um, my, mine is a yes. And I focused on Niles because even though I know this is like, you know, we're, we're not really 
you know, we don't see the beginning of his story. You get to see him go through this apathetic stage where he's totally and checked out. He says out. nothing he's matters. Accept, he's accepted and later it. She says and then, she throws and then it because back he falls him. in love with her specifically, he literally says, "Even if we if we become nothing, I'd rather be nothing with you than here without you." So yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I gave it to him on that one. Roy, he he kind of had self discovery, so that sure, he's, he's sure. out. And um, you know what? I'm 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 giving it. I had it. I didn't have it. I'm giving it. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, so I have it for that. Um, three second day uncertainty. Yes, because that's her waking up, seeing him out in the pool, and being like, "What the fuck?" and jumping out there. Uh, I think that I, one's pretty straightforward. Uh, but here's the thing: <laughs> I said no, really, because she doesn't really spend much. It's like she, the second day, she kind of accepts it. She she gets pissed, but she's more pissed. She's not really super she, confused. She's, she's angry. So I mean, yeah, it's one of those. Okay, that's tough. Yeah, like she, it's it's almost like her focus is on anger versus confusion. Yeah, which what is the how, fuck did you how do? To me? I always well, see that. And you know what? I think I think that comes from. Okay, so uh, Phil just goes to sleep, wakes up. It's the next. Day. It's the same day. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. He didn't do anything. No one did anything to him. Um, Tom Cruise. I don't remember his name. Cage is it? Yeah. So he uh, dies, wakes up the next day. What? So something kind of, something happened to him, but he's still confused. Happy death day. Uh, yeah, tree. She she gets murdered and wakes up again. And you know that's shocking. But this specifically is she walked into this crazy event, this cr- this crazy light cave thing Already happening. So to her, it's the second day uncertainty for me. I gave it a yes. I, I gave it a, a what? What do we call it? A walk or something? Yeah, a walk. It was, it was a walk. I, it was a walk for me. Oh. So her second day uncertainty for me was like, what the fuck? What's happened? What did you do to me? Because she has, I think, just because she has someone to point it at, doesn't mean she's not uncertain. It just means she's pissed, like, and has someone to direct that at instead of like, what happened? And nobody understands. But because there's this guy who's in it with her, and I think that's what's really cool about this movie is that like it does give you that different perspective of like there's someone in it with her, so she can talk to them about it and like I, this is going to be that once again. It's going to be like the only movie that we're going to see this. I'm sorry, I'm saying the tabooed word. I'm pulling a trump card. I'm going no. Still, I'm going no. You say no, no. Only because I'm going with my heart on this. That's one. fine. That's fine. Um. But that's the whole point is like we have our different takes. I'm not trying to argue. That's the benefit of having two brains because you can see my point of view and then I can give you a mental STD. Um, I have a wig for my wig and a brain for my heart. Ooh, I'll kick, kick me, you kick apart. Me apart. <laughs> I'll kick you apart. Good. Um, so, uh, okay, where's uh, uh, we're on to trope number four. Which is all about isolation. And Let's see. Uh, that's, that's pretty apparent. That's. I That's say no. What, what? I say no. How? Because they're together. They With have your each mouth? Other. No. <laughs> Isolation is you don't have anybody else. I think by definition, there are two other people experiencing this. They have more people. When she leaves. They have that's why that's why Niles goes to see Roy but that's because not he's what so the isolation alone means. because he can't find her. But that's not what the isolation trope means. It means they're isolated from everybody else in the world. Well, he then, can go to Roy. That's why yeah, it, but it before, doesn't. Yeah, before Roy, I guess. But we, that's, we don't that's, see that. Yeah, that's not right. in the movie. You're right. Fuck. That's where I'm at. Damn so it. isolation, there's three of them. So there's, you know, three times the people well, of every other movie. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he does like it because he starts going crazy trying to find her when she sneaks off every single morning. But you're right. That's just. I guess that is just more missing her than I. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fine. I think you, it's different. You, you switched. I'm there. not trying to switch. No, I'm not trying you to did, sway though. you. You did nonetheless. But to, yeah, to me, it was it was a no brainer. It was no isolation because there's three of them. No Everest the less. What? All words are made up. <laughs> All words are made up. All right. That's All right. what this. All right, so, but, so that's what this podcast so no. is called. <laughs> All words are made up. All podcasts are made up. Um, so Ooh, I, yeah, like I say no on isolation. Okay. Um, okay. So trope number five attempts to explain the situation to an outsider. They don't. So I was writing down something. Um, no. Yeah. Another one. So even when we see, even when we see need- Andy Samberg, even when we see Niles bring Roy into the cave for the first time, he doesn't try to explain it to him. They just get really fucked up. And he says, and Roy says, I wish this day could last forever. And Andy Samberg goes, let's go. He doesn't explain anything. He just takes him into it. 
And the same thing with Sarah. She just follows yeah, he just him. Said, and he says, don't. He doesn't explain anything to them. And and I'm sure he does kind of... I'm sure he tries to earlier, it, but it, we don't see it, here, so it, it doesn't matter. Here's why I give it a note, because... He does explain everything to her, but she's not an outsider. She's, not. she's an she's insider. She's on it now. Yeah. yeah. So it so so she doesn't have to try to explain it to an outsider because she has someone who relates with mm. her already, which is really interesting. There's so much about it's it's crazy how much adding even one other character in the loop changes the movie. Okay. Here's one of my questions I was gonna ask like way early on and I forgot about. Would you like to have someone with you for eternity until you, I mean, or until you figure it out. So what feels like eternity? Yeah. Or would you just go solo? I'm interested in this answer. Um. And, and, and once again, I know I'll specify not a best friend, a stranger, a stranger, uh, That's introducing tough. a stranger. Now, even though you've met them many times because you're living through the day. So you're saying it's me, like at, at, have, a, at a wedding. I have my current life that I have now, and it's a stranger. You're. Would yeah, I rather have a stranger or be alone? Yeah, in this in this situation where you're at a wedding where you're just you don't really know anyone. I mean, you I can't think... use yours because you like your wife. <laughs> yeah, my wife my wife is awesome. Um, but so in his in his shoes, would you bring someone in? I'm in I'm in Niall's shoes. Would I bring some? So would I bring someone in is different than would I want to have somebody with me. Well, that's kind of okay. Well, so wanting to have somebody phrasing. with you is like, yeah, I would rather have somebody with me than be alone. No, but okay, okay. I'm bringing sorry. someone would in you is bring like someone into the cave with you so oh, you man. can share the experience. That's hard. I'm going no. You know why? That's an attack. Because I'm well, that is dooming someone. Oh, okay. I was gonna go somewhere different. But that's like that. saying like like oh, I have AIDS. I'm gonna give this other person AIDS so I can do it together. It's this yeah, awful. I'm, it's I'm a curse. I'm worried that they would somehow every single day catch me and then torture me for eternity. Oh, maybe yeah. So that's why I would say no because I want to always have the upper hand. So mine well, was way also, more selfish. Of course it was, but also it's like the fucking uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the 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 Curse of the Black Pearl, that treasure. It's like, oh, I'm gonna give this guy treasure, but then he's cursed too. Like yeah, yeah. that's awful. No, yours was the responsible answer. Mine was fear. <laughs> mine was fear. Mine was <laughs> someone's uh, gonna exploit me. <laughs> mine was neutral good. Yours was chaotic evil. Yeah. <laughs> well. That, there's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, all right then. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question, though. I think that's so you wouldn't do it for for okay for a more for moral reasons. Yeah, okay. I think it's not uh, okay. Like well, I think it, it would be then, dooming somebody. Then, then let's then let's uh, and it would be I'll, very I'll selfish you, to do. I'll ask you the follow up, a uh, more simple. If you ever saw a cave glowing with lava, would you walk into it? <laughs> Almost. I certainly. mean, it's not it's not lava. Almost but certainly. Like, no, because I'd see it and I'd be like, what the fuck is that? I would throw rocks at it for I'd a while. I'd be like, hey, let's check this out. Oh, yeah, so so you are evil because you'd bring someone no, with no, you. No, no, because I, I don't know what it is. I was going to say the same thing. I, I would hold someone's hand and Because if I don't do know too. what it is, I'd be and like, And then I'd push them in before I went real fast. Well, I don't know that I would go all, I don't know that I would go close enough to get sucked into the, the loop. Oh, oh. I'd I, I, I put I'm, my toe I'm, in because it. Because I'm really cautious. Like, I'm I'm very, like, Yeah, you would just trick me into doing it. What, what then trick? I'd be like, come. go in there, dummy. And you'd be like, okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's a trap. <laughs> it's not a trick. No. It's I a mean, command. No, I wouldn't do it like that. If you dared me, I'd have to do it. <laughs> if I was like, you would never Yeah, that's there. the you'd problem. Be like, fuck you. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck this. As I'm you going. were running in. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue. Um, okay. Um, let's get to trope number six. Yeah. Uh, once they realize what they can do, they take advantage. So I think it would have applied to Andy Samberg. Probably it would it would probably apply to Niles. It would probably apply to Roy, at least somewhat. Yeah. But we don't see them do that. We don't see them prior to it, so we she, don't. Well, really still she know. does too. Like when they the whole bar scenes. That's just them fucking around and having fun. That's, that's not a, like that's a, that's. I don't know. That's I, taking advantage. I give it a no. So when I so uh, the, it's 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 mild, but it's the still way that happening. I think about take advantage. Is, I mean, he does fuck a lot of people by kind of tricking does, them, as, but we don't see any of that except through flashbacks when that like dude fucks him. But like, no, no, take advantage. Like she tricks that one guy into going blindfolded into the cheating couple. Like she tricks him. Like but so, yeah, it's just it is sure. No, I get I get what you're saying, but the way I took it was more like. Phil takes advantage of the loop by repeating the day 
and and repeating the date with uh, Rita and trying to learn everything he can about her to, f- to fuck her, to which fuck is her. what Andy Samberg. We watch him do it, but but we but we don't watch him do it. In the fir- we watch the them first... have fun and fuck around, and that's the, f- the, f- it. the first yeah the first scene. So I don't know. I, it's a no for me, but I get I get where you're coming from. All right, we'll we'll call it, yeah we'll yeah call it fifty fifty yeah yeah we're gonna do that movie. I don't know what that is. Fifty fifty. It's about Joseph Gordon Levin. Oh Levitt yeah, getting that's cancer. terrible. It's that's not a time loop movie. We're not going to do it. I don't movie. like it very much. It's so sad. <laughs> it was. I thought it was. <sighs> I don't like Seth Rogen very much. Uh, I do. Um, I I I expected better of that movie, and I, I guess I I had higher expectations for it. And when I saw it, I was just a little disappointed. Yeah. Plus, she fine, cheats on him and he has cancer. I don't remember. So it's I only sad. saw it once and didn't Seth like it Seth Rogen much. cheats on him because he has cancer. Oh my god, no! That's not funny, Chris. Don't say oh things god, like that. No. <laughs> oh, okay. all right. So Number seven. seven. Tries multiple ways to get to the next day. Yeah. That's a hard yes. Yeah. She does it immediately. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. she drives. She tries right, to right drive into home. The head on. She geographically she leaves right into the, the semi. Into the semi, she dies. She does. She tries to. She tries karma. I think that one's a no-brainer. Like mm. a, she tries so many ways to get to. It. We don't see Andy Samberg do it, but I, you got to assume he's done it. Well, he. I mean, he just tells us that he is. Yeah, he just says like, remember oh, because he remember because he talked about. He was, oh yeah, the parallel universe. Never thought about that. And like, yeah, that's sarcastic. pretty funny. So. <laughs> this is a funny movie. I like this movie. Yeah, a lot. I, like, I also like uh, when he wakes up or she. Uh, uh, Sarah keeps <laughs> waking up Niles and like obviously he's in the room with his girlfriend yeah and she just t- each time she goes come on we gotta go and the girlfriend goes uh you're cheating on me and he looks back and goes no you're cheating on me goo- <laughs> what, what's it called he, goes, he goes no you're cheating on me you goo yeah you goo. <laughs> which <laughs> is the, very funny <laughs> that's the only oh uh, yeah it's the only way you can yeah, you need to take advantage of it she ever, goes wait ever, what yeah <laughs> If you ever find out that your spouse is cheating, you have to call him a silly goose at the end. Yeah. Legally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This is going to be a short episode. We're breezing through this. Oh, dude, it's been pretty long. It's 40 minutes, and the first five minutes is us dicking around before we started. Well, short now one, I man. feel like there's a lot of pressure because we only have one left, and I and I feel like the audience can feel it. I'm putting a lot of like, pressure I'm fuck, on you. I'm I'm over here. I'm like, just give me a minute. You know, I'm trying to get you know ready. But yeah, but I'm saying like, give me like 20 minutes. Oh of shit. Speaking before we wrap this thing Ooh. up. But once again, I mean, now I like the pressure's on. Like, want me to tell you a, a tale? No, not yet. Let me want look me at my notes. About a, a, Let me look a, at my notes cha- and see a, if I missed anything. The newest anything. chapter that um, I'm writing. It's called the Tequila Trick. No, you already told me about it. Okay. Uh, so for a comedy, I, I really love like the emotional stakes of it all. Like it works really well because I feel like so comedies used to be like in like the seventies and eighties were just over the top, like bonkers, like goofy, like just trying like to make arrow in laugh. the back and the guy runs off like a child. Sure, sure. But like that it was it was this crazy stuff and then in like the late nineties, early two thousands comedies tried to be more uh emotional i guess but they weren't as like funny funny like laugh out loud funny i think this like give me an example which one are you thinking of what uh, are you thinking of knocked up other we're talking about seth rogan knocked up knocked up was so overhyped for me yeah so i saw uh i saw super bad at like a preview screening with my brother-in-law mm-hmm. which uh, said, you said that weird brother-in-law brother-in-law during my son's uh, so, why baby are you shower. T- why are you saying things so awkwardly I'm right to, now? I try, I'm trying to... Why? It's like you forgot how to speak. Because I'm it's trying to think how to phrase an STD it. I put in your head. Ooh, it's raging. Um, so uh, it was... Yeah, I saw we saw a sneak preview. Sneak preview? What am I fucking advertising? I don't fucking pre- know what you're doing right pre- now, sir. <laughs> we saw a preview screening of Superbad, and I hadn't seen Knocked Up brother-in-law... Well, my brother-in-law, brother uh, of law, he, uh, after the movie, he was like, yeah, it was good, but it's not as funny as not knocked up. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? I was like, I thought it was really funny. I thought Superbad was really funny, especially the first time yeah. I saw it. Oh, absolutely. So then I saw Knocked Up, and this was around the time that I was having a baby, and I thought, oh, this, you know. And then it terrified you because you're like, oh, fuck. I need no, to get a job and then I a, watched it, and I was like, that a job was not, in an office. I was like, that was not funnier than Superbad in any way. No. Like, not funnier. It's No, I was disappointed I with it. I think Knocked Up is honestly a better movie. It's a more, it's a, it's a more quality film than, than Superbad, but it's nowhere close to as funny yeah like saying it was funny i'm trying was to so remember something me, that, you know? that was funny in knocked up i remember when when she finds out she's pregnant on air and the guy behind her is like no nah, she's she's like thinking of something it, it kind of almost seems like she just found out she got knocked up it really seems like she just found out she's pregnant like he's explaining <laughs> what she's what she's her facial expressions are that was good and then i the uh i don't know it's, it's not not funny, but I guess the pink eye thing was kind of humorous. Sure, sure. I mean, there were funny moments. Like, I'm not saying that. No, like, I'm, I'm literally, it's a comedy. I'm trying to think of what was funny in it. Wait, are you sure? Wait, what? I like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, no, but so, like, and then, you know How what? are you going to have a fucking comedy with Paul Rudd and it's not great? So here's, here's where I'm going. Shit. Is it actually... Uh, this like Palm Springs actually kind of, to me, feels a lot like uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where it's like a very funny comedy, but has a lot of heart and is really kind of sweet, you know, at the heart mm. of it. Okay. Uh, okay. Which, you know, a lot of people, I guess, would put that in with like the Judd Apatow stuff because it's Jason Segel, but like, you know, Apatow didn't direct it, he didn't write it. It's just like, I think he like produced it. Mm-hmm. And because they're like part of that crew, but like I think, I don't know his stuff. His stuff to me, it's like this is forty or uh, funny people. It's just they're they're good movies, but they're not super funny. You know, those are the movies I guess I'm thinking of that like I think this kind of bridges that gap a little better. Okay. Um, I yeah, and I think it falls in with those Jason Segel movies like Forgetting Sarah Marshall or even like the Five Year Engagement, which is like too long of a movie but it's still really good um but yeah i always um you know we we make shorts and we write stuff and like when i when i write i try to i try to take on like a a coen brothers kind of vibe as far as like not stylistically but you know Fargo is a drama, like a hard, like crime drama, but it has a lot of humor to it. Yeah, very dry. Yeah, and like you know, like their their comedies have drama in them. Their dramas have humor in them, and that is like a very naturalistic way to write a story and like to to do a movie. And that's like, I feel like it's very, um, it's really realistic, and that's kind of what I like to try to go for. And that's where I like this movie has like. The emotional it, stakes, but it's also very funny. And, and going back, and this is where I'll give uh, uh, Andy Samberg credit. Like I was saying, it's not my favorite, but I really like this role. And now that – as I was uh, watching this movie for the second time, because this is the f- this first one I've watched for uh, watched twice over, um, I said, like, he's not really over the top, but he is. It's just that you get to see both sides, which normally yeah. you don't get to see. Well, and he's over the top because the, – The straight man. And I think that – I mean, we don't see him – we don't see him before his loop starts, so we don't really know, but I don't think he's that – I don't think he's over the top. Nope. I think he's he's, he's elevated t- to that crazy he's, level because he's, he's in he's this crazy situation. He's turned down to a five though throughout the movie. Like so, even when he is like doing that the the bar scene where they're dancing and doing the little, it's you know, so weird and fun. Yeah, I really I know, loved but it. he's like he's really happy, and there there are parts yep. where he uh, gets real excited. But even those parts, I like. What I'm saying is, I I still I liked him throughout the movie, and it's kind of what you were talking about because you could see he's not just. Uh, uh, just constant spontaneity yeah. like when it was on SNL. Sure. And I think SNL is not necessarily what you should uh, hold up as like, that's why you don't like well, Andy Samberg. Well, even the, 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 the cop, I'm blank on Brooklyn nine, nine. Yeah. I like the show, but I, I think he's a little much. I think, well, sure, sure. And I think that character though, I think that character is more of like uh more of a caricature for sure. But than I th- like, I think, uh, yeah. And I think, I guess, you know, what's funny though is like, that character is definitely a little more of a caricature, and I love that show, and I think he's great on it. But like, then I think this movie is a great example. I'm just of saying him. that he he moved out of his typecast. That's well, yeah, I think I think it's it's showing his range is what this movie is doing, which I think is really good. And I would I I, I hope to see him in more stuff like this. Yeah, in the I mean future. this. Yeah, this is. A, I feel like I'm writing in his yearbook. This is an fuck? actor where like you know he like whether you need him. 
uh, doing coke at one point or doing mushrooms at one point or getting drunk at one point or maybe doing some Neverland drugs that are blue and yellow. He can do all. He, he's got a lot of range for his drugs that he does right. in this movie. And I think that's great. I would definitely buy some of those fucking Hang on. drugs. Like, was your whole monologue to say that, like, he does drugs in the movie and, and you also want to do drugs? Not with him, per se, but... Well, I didn't even say that. Well, I would, though. Right. The character or the actor? Okay. Let me ask you this. Did you see... Um, uh, oh, what was it, what was it called? Uh, uh, Probably not, though. Still. No, it was his mockumentary about the boy band. No. Uh, pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Oh, no. It's, it's really funny. It. It's really funny. Well, I and the audience will check it out then. Audience. You know, audience, we've got a really like close relationship, you and I. And I know um, my co-host, like, he... I wish you wouldn't. He thinks you're trash, and um, that, yeah. he thinks he's better than you. I don't think you. they're trash. I know they're trash. See, you see what I'm saying? This is what I have to deal with. And but that but one guy I, in the basement who listens to us, yeah, I know right. he's yes. fucking shitty. All right, look, Ben. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Ben, ben is literally the one person who I know will listen to this, and it might just be because I send it to him. Oh, is before. that a real person? Yeah, yeah. Ben is. Oh, like, the, the yeah, okay. Ben yeah. is one of the the co-hosts of uh, Sinclarity, a Dinosaur's Tale, yeah, which is another podcast that I produce. Now. So, hi, um, Ben. We could be friends too now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I didn't know who it was though. I just, I just liked that he said hi. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> made uh, me feel good. So look, I'll say this, and this is the last thing I'll say before we get into trope number eight, and then uh, figure out our percentage and wrap up the show with our final thoughts. Um, but th- this is this is the type of movie that like it really struck a chord with me because um, it feels like the type of movie that I want to write. Like it has, yeah. it, it has that, that Something balance of like, aspire to. it has the comedy, it has the heart, like it's funny, but it's emotional. You feel it. Like it's a really interesting story. It takes, it takes a classic story, which is the time loop, which is, you know, um, Groundhog Day. And it, it does it, it does it its own way. And to me, that's sort of where like I come down with this and with the tropes, I think, by the tropes, by the percentage for me, this is not very much Groundhog Day. No. But watching the movie, it is. This is Groundhog Day, but it's a new version of it. And this is like, I think this movie has done the time loop and has done the, the time loop comedy, especially in a better way than any other movie since Groundhog Day and may have surpassed it. And I, I think you would yeah, agree I don't, with I don't, that. I don't, like, I think this is the height of... of uh, time loop comedy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't foresee. I know we're gonna do a couple more episodes. I don't foresee finding another movie that I'm gonna like more. I don't know that we have any more comedies. Honestly, I think they're all like kind of thrillers or actiony. I or don't rom- expect to be surprised because I think a lot of the, like you get exactly what you expect yeah. out of a time loop. And this one, yeah, it from from the get go, it it threw a curveball and it worked out. Interesting. No, not really. But I was gonna <laughs> say it nonetheless. Man, do I don't eight? know. I'm looking at. Yeah, You're just but looking I'm, at your phone. We're like trying to tell. I'm looking people at my list. Stuff. I'm looking at my my. That's trouble still list. your phone. Yeah, I know. It's Technically, where I have... I'm always correct. You suck. Um, I know. Um. So I have a couple. I have a couple more notes. And actually, you know what? Can we can we go back? Actually, to... you should have adjusted your glass. Can we? <laughs> I mean, well, actually, look. If you hadn't said that, the audience the would have assumed that I did. more of a legume. <laughs> I mean, peanuts are legume. Look, I can't I'm go aware down. of what a legume is. I can't is. do this with you. All words <laughs> are made up. So, um, not to like relitigate trope number one. Fancy, but like in this, in this, um, are you going back to fight with me about the? No, no, no. I just saw my again? note. No, I just saw my note that I had written about it, and it was close to the end of my notes because it was just like I was thinking about it as I was watching the movie, and it's like, is cynical or sincere? Is it just? Is that trope just uh, an act of self-improvement? Is that all that has to occur? Um, with sincerity? Yeah, it's, well, kind, no, of, it's kind of an easy the, one. For that, trope, for that trope to occur, does it just have to That's be an act it. of self-improvement? Mm. Soft yes. Soft yes. Uh, flaccid yes. 
<laughs> the old Chris, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, softy dong. All right. Um, and on that note, um, let's get into trope number eight. Giving up selfish ways to break the cycle. Yeah, the, I always merge one and eight. So. so one and eight, I think, are like bookended twins of each other. And I, I don't think you have to have one to have the other. Mm-hmm. So for me, I say no to eight. I don't think anyone was overtly selfish. I think it was, and that's and that's where the um, the idea of cynical to sincere as self improvement comes in for me because it's self improvement. They try to become a better person, but I don't know that they were necessarily selfish to begin with. Because Andy Samberg, Niles, we don't see it, it, his character like, beforehand. Yeah. It's so more like we a scientific accident that this, yeah. this whole universe. So, uh, so we don't know what was wrong. Is. Like we don't know who he was before his loop. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if he's made that journey. We don't know who Roy was before his loop. The the whole thing is um, none of this matters to break the cycle. They found a way to to explode themselves back into right. prison, so it doesn't matter. So no, but as a like, it, but exactly, she, you're right. No, 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 no. The, the the did did they show these characteristics? Yes, I think she did. But that she did, did. that's not what broke. That's, That's not, not what, what broke it. the cycle. I yep. agree. Yes, absolutely. Because it is like, no, she works hard. She learns. She tries to figure this out in order to break the cycle. It's not about she like giving up her selfish a ways. Person and yeah. gives up her selfish I think ways. That's, yes. Yeah, and I think that's like. That's not related because she could have stayed a good person and stayed in the loop and done whatever. But it was that like, that that feeling of of regret of waking up every day in her sister's fiance's bed that made her like have to get out of it because she realized as a better person, like as a person that wants to be better, I can't be reminded of this like awful thing that I did every morning. I can't do this. And I it, can't live this way. And one of the reasons it was so awful, did you find that man attractive? No. No, he looked like a mannequin came to life. What I did really like though is the uh, fork in the cheek. That was very funny, but I did also like uh in one of the speeches Andy Sandberg says they definitely don't look like brother and oh, sister. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's the one person smiles. But, yeah, I mean, that's also correct. But, no, that guy, it he creeped me I mean, out. He's fine. It's whatever. Like, that's one of those actors that's, like, kind of a kind of weird-looking actor that if you saw that guy in person, he would be the most handsome guy no, that's at what whatever I'm saying. thing like, you he, saw. He's too perfected. That yeah, was, that's the weird. issue. But it's, this it's, isn't the podcast where we, like, talk shit about actors' physical appearance. We talk about their acting and their physical appearance wait no it's not that is it i'm in the wrong fucking room (laughs) oh shit are you in that band i was supposed to be jamming out with these bros now they're gone no they're just on break they're being really quiet no they're just on break y'all over there hey oh they're being polite not saying it you don't do it as well as i do no i just was was restrained there okay Fuck you. I do it great. You're going to get me to do it? No. Fuck okay. you. All right. <clears throat> you, you need the lead up. Nope. I, I won't give it to you. Oh, I'll lead myself into it. Nope. You can fly. I'm going to delete You can this. fight. Actually, you know who did it really funny was... Uh, Katie? My ex-wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Real stumble bum-ish. Um, <laughs> so... We agree on trope eight. That's fantastic. Um, all right, let me ask you a question. So, in the very last loop, yep. uh, the old lady. Yeah, she was a time looper, right? Was she that, had was, to be. Was, was, was that, she had was to that be. a comment? It, that's what I'm wondering. That's my last note. So, oh, she comes up to her and she says, I know you're going to get out of this soon. Yeah, since you're, le- no, since since you're, you're leaving, leaving soon. soon. And, and does that mean... But how does she know? You know what? I don't think she said leave. I think she said going. She said something that made yeah. it seem like uh, ambiguous. No, to you're like, right. It was going. If it, it meant, was going. if it meant she was leaving the wedding soon or no, if no, she no. was but leaving the loop. earlier she goes, I've been to more weddings than you can imagine. He goes, doubt that. Or says something like that. Wait, wait, Which going is back, very funny. You go, wait a second. Oh, oh, I know. I know what she says. And this comes up uh, a few times. Why this is June school? Why do they say shukran? It's Arabic for thank you. Why are they saying that? Is that a thing in the West Coast that they say? Who? When? They that twice. In the movie they go shukran. Who? Uh the um uh the I guy in the pool. Code. The guy the guy in the pool says it, and then the old lady says it. I think Andy Samberg says it too. S H U 
K-R-O-N. And I looked it up, and it's thank you in Arabic. But, like, <laughs> why? Are you telling me this movie is Al-Qaeda propaganda? I, but Andy Samberg and the old woman say it, and they're both loopers. So, once again, is, is, is that the old something woman, to do? Is the old woman in a time loop? Is yeah, she, she in is. the time loop, yep, or she has she been in one? She, she's in one now. And Did she enjo- get out? She's enjoying it because she'll die. She'll die oh. if she leaves, so she's enjoying this. Sure, 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 sure. So yeah. that's why she's being all hush-hush, but yeah. yeah little gem in that that's one. That's interesting. Yeah. So I wonder how many people at that wedding are looping. Do you think it was... So I was thinking about like the answer, going back to the answer of would you bring someone else in the cave? I'm like, or... I would say no, or I'd bring everyone into that big chaos <laughs> where we'd all just live forever. That is a you. party. That is like just pure chaos. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Well, we did it. You did it, really. You I know, was here. I saw this movie. You didn't see it clearly, mm-hmm. based on your answers. Yeah. Uh, let me calculate my percentage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I got math to do. Do you? Did you do your math yet? Um, um, somehow I always end up with seven. <laughs> did you? Did you seriously have seven? No, I mean like I I, I, I never write them down. Oh fuck you! It was seven total. Uh, fifty fifty. Dude, same. Nice. So. So fifty fifty. So it's fifty percent Groundhog Day. So, How'd you do the math so fast? You know what? I'm like a I'm like a Goodwill hunting. I take type. my time whenever I count, like especially twenties. You know, I'll put a, I'll I'm put talking one down. One. I'm, like, I'm talking one. I'm, I'm talking, talking two. two. I'm talking four twenties. Yeah, I get hyped when I'm counting my twenties. Yeah, you gotta count those twenties. Um, <laughs> Big boom. So, is this the lowest percentage yeah. we've had? Correct. That's Ma- wild. Mainly because of me, because I'm always giving out yeses. I gave fifty-two. Well, it yeah, took me four true. episodes to realize how how this works. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We know you didn't know in, in episode one. I just need a little bit of time. Because you did I was, not think we I was were. very intoxicated. I'll give myself credit on that You did not one. think that we were doing oh, this I didn't know what was happening, one. honestly. Um, so, uh, wow, 50% Groundhog Day. You know what? The percentage, the it tropes. It. I think for it. I, I, but I think, the, and I said this earlier, I think the tropes um, don't re- tell the real story. I think this is a very Groundhog Day movie, mm-hmm. but I think it's. I think it is the spiritual successor to Groundhog Day. Nice. You know? Like I think I think this is the movie that like fifteen year olds are gonna see it's and all, like it's, all, it's yeah. gonna affect them in that same way that Groundhog Day they could have for us. Watch Groundhog Day. <laughs> well, right, why would they? It's yeah. you know, it's dated. They have a better version. Uh they don't respect Andy McDowell, who I love. <laughs> She's great. I'll watch Hudson Hawk for her. That movie sucks. She does do like a dolphin like voice thing that reminds me of one of my sisters laughing, obviously. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> as you know. Yeah, I've, um, I've met one or two of them. Uh, or four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I think this is a really great movie. Um like let's let's get into well, what, our yeah, what, why don't you are you gonna surprise me with next uh, with a uh, the next yeah, let's get let's I, get since into, you never tell me what we're gonna do. Well, I haven't decided yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna decide before we finish. And they're like tuning up to start practicing. Yeah, so we, we got we, we got to rush. We, we rush. slotted this right into the break perfectly. So as far as final thoughts go, and I think I said this last week, but I don't remember because last week was honestly five weeks ago for us. Um, but I think that like time loop movies are a really great thing to be doing right now in this pandemic. Um, one because we're all living in one. Well, that's what I'm saying. One because it feels like we're living the same day over and over again, but also because the time loop movie is so inherently hopeful because in so many of them, even if it's not like a requirement to get out, like it wasn't in this one, it is so much about a journey of self-improvement and trying to better yourself and finding out, um, you know, what your flaws are and trying to fix them and be a better person. And I think that's really hopeful and that's really um, something that a lot of people need right now. And so like, I think it's a really cool thing that we're doing time loops at this particular juncture in human history. Um, well said. Yeah, this one uh, made my night really fun last night. I watched it with my wife. She was really surprised. She was kind of like on her phone until uh, Roy showed up and put an arrow in fucking Niles back. <laughs> and then she was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, right? It's great. Yeah, it's mildly passive until like minute five. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. Um, so um, 
that's it for this week's episode. Um, I'd recommend anyone who has Hulu go watch Palm Springs. It's a really fun watch. Yeah. Um, same, same on this side. Yeah. So, so this is this is our first unanimous recommend, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, next week we are going to be doing a movie that neither of us have seen. Uh, it is a little picture starring Jake Gyllenhaal called Source Code. Nice. So like we're gonna we're gonna get back into some weirdo sci-fi, and um, I'm really excited to watch it. I've heard a lot of good things. Um, I'll watch anything he's in. So, but uh, check out Sinclarity, a dinosaur's tale podcast uh, at dinosaurs.gay, which is the real website for it. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. That's that's real. Uh, check out Waterson with two T's on Spotify. Um, and uh if you need service get service no actually <laughs> i have a plumbing uh radar mitigation company i probably should have said that wow like, you're, you're trying to plug your plumbing company on a podcast no i'm just saying that's why i've been saying the service thing well you get serviced if you need any services no, just get your services done <laughs> i'm just trying to explain what the hell i was attempting once yeah and it didn't work out now it's a good sign off for us and like we've really solidified it in our five episodes now yeah that's how we sign off so like let's do it together all right all right one two three you need any service i got a you plumbing company no oh wait no. i fucked it up all right one two three he's got a plumbing company you need any service get serviced one Bye. two three Fuck it.